Welcome to Breakthrough with Brig, the podcast that teaches high-achieving Black women how to use thought work to break through barriers, get out of their own way, and become their best self in the most loving and sustainable way. Y'all ready? Let's dig in. Hey guys, episode 85. Let's talk about failure. Oh my. <laughs> Did you cringe when I said that? Let's talk about failure. What exactly is failure anyway? When I say failure, what did you think? What came to your mind? Would love to know before I even start. Like, really, what came to mind? Failure. Was there a reaction in your body? And what was it? Did your stomach curl up? Did it get tight? Did your heart palpitate? Did you get tingly? Did you get goosebumps? Did your jaw tense up? What happens when you think about failure? If you're listening to this podcast, nine times out of 10, you've got some big ass goals because I talk about epic shit. So in relation to whatever your epic shit is, when I say the word failure, what comes up? Does images in your mind of disappointment come up? Is there a feeling of like, oh, right? Of emptiness, of not accomplished? Like what comes up? What are the sensations? Because if you have visceral reactions, if negative images come up in your mind, if there's a feeling that you can almost feel right now that's associated with failure, what does that mean, even failure? And how willing are you to fail when the images in your mind bring on that type of reaction? Is failure just part of your process or is failure something you try to prevent? Do you get stuck in a squat? You know what I mean, right? It's like, I'm getting ready to get ready to get ready to get ready. It's you, when you're getting ready to jump and you like squat down to jump up, do you get stuck in the squat trying to prevent failure? Like, do I overthink, overwork, all the stuff? so that I don't have those emotions, those sensations that we talked about of failure. What is failure anyway? Well, you know, I went to the Googles <laughs> and the Googles kept it simple, a lack of success. Okay, but what is described as a lack of success? How much of a lack of success? A 1% lack of success, a 20% lack of success, an 80% lack of success. Notice that it's all arbitrary. It's kind of like we get to decide whether or not it's a failure or not by our definition, because I don't think there's a clear definition. Another one was lack or a deficiency of a desired quality. Okay. 
So you didn't get a desired quality or a deficiency of it. So that's considered a failure. But why? Who said that we're supposed to get that desired quality on that time? And I love this one. Here's another example of failure. Omission of an expected or required action. So you don't do something, that's a failure. Notice that it's not universal. There's like several definitions of failure. And I don't care if you use the term or not, because some people say, I don't want to call anything I do a failure. And some people are okay with calling it failing, like I'm planning on failing, right? It's almost like, you know how we say, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. What if you're like, I plan to fail, therefore I plan to win. What if we understood and embraced that failure was the way to get to winning? And if I don't plan to fail, I actually don't plan to win because how is it working getting stuck in a squat trying to get every I dotted and every T crossed? How much do you put yourself out there in order not to fail? What would happen if you just plan to fail? Yep, I'm going to plan to fail today. I'm going to fail at something today. I am going to look bad, get it wrong, say it wrong, miss the arbitrary mark that I said I was going to hit. Notice I said arbitrary mark because lack of a desired or deficient quality. How do we know we were supposed to hit that? It's like, I didn't meet my goal. Well, who set the goal? You or someone else just grabbed a number out of the thin air and decided that that was the goal. It was made up. It wasn't a rule, like verified rule that this number or this thing should have happened by this time. No, it's made up. And then because we take a number out of thin air and say, I want to hit it by this time and we don't, we're a failure, or we just picked the wrong number or the wrong time in which it was going to happen because we just made it up. Like literally, we just made it up. I want to be on Mars by the year 2030. Made that shit up. There's no rule that came down and said by 2030, like this is it. It's a hard, fast thing. No, it's made up. I'm going to be married by such and such. I'm going to be at this size by such and such. I'm going to pay off this debt by such and such. I'm going to have this amount in revenue by such and such. I'm going to have this many vacations by such and such. They're all arbitrary timeframes, but yet we treat them as if they are real and then consider it a failure. You can also just say, I just got the time I was going to do it wrong. I just picked the number out the hat and I just guessed wrong. Because it's a guess. But okay, even if we want to call it a failure, what if you were willing to fail? Why would you be willing to fail? And not only why would you be willing to fail, but what if you were willing to fail repeatedly? O-M to the G. 
Did your stomach just crunch again? Like, oh my God, did your heart kind of skip a beat? Did you take a deep breath? Right? Are you willing to fail on repeat? What if we just considered failure as data? Meaning when we fail, we get some data and we analyze that data as if it was an experiment. Before the experiment, we make a hypothesis, which is what we think is going to happen. And if it doesn't happen, then maybe that's data. You could say is a failure, but it's data. Now, if you claim it's a failure and that means something, and then we have all the drama that comes along with failing, then we don't implement that data that we got quickly. Like there's a slow turnaround to like getting the data, evaluating the data, and then implementing it, meaning adjusting, pivoting, using the data to tweak it left or right, backwards or forwards or whatever, so that we can make a better guess the next time. Listen, all this shit is just guessing. Like literally, we making all this stuff up and guessing along the way. But for some reason, we forget that we're guessing. We forget that we're making this up, that all of this is imaginary. It's all made up and it's like all arbitrary. But when we forget that, then we beat ourselves up. When we get the data and we use the data against us and now the data equals drama, we don't use that data for us. We use that data against us. And now we've just delayed getting to the place that we want to go. Because instead of using the data, evaluating it and going, hmm, interesting. I did this. I did this. They said that. That said that. I wonder what would have happened if maybe I'll add this. And then somehow or another, using that data after we evaluate it, come up with another hypothesis, which guess what it, that is? Another guess. Right? It's an educated guess, but it's still a guess, some made up shit. And then run the experiment again. But listen, if it takes us three months of drama every time we have a failure, how fast are we going to keep running the experiment? Right? And how fast are we going to get to the result? But imagine if you just didn't have the drama, if you just removed the drama in between it. How much faster would you get to the solution? Because you can run that experiment, get the data, tweak it, get the data, evaluate it, tweak it. Like you could do that more frequently. Which one do you think you would get to your goal faster at? The one where you failed readily and was willing to fail, like you plan to fail, as opposed to if I fail to plan, I plan to fail, right? Like, no, I plan to fail at this. Therefore, I plan to win. Okay, let's have a moment. Because I know I'm talking to my high achieving women, Black women specifically. Let's have a moment. Y'all come in. Like, listen, I get it. We're not supposed to fail. We got to keep up the Black excellence thing. I get it. I get it that we got to work harder, like everybody's watching us. And I get the social pressure that we put on ourselves. It's all our synthesis in our head that we've adopted from 
400 years of shit that somehow we're supposed to be perfect to hold up the race. What would happen if we dropped that? Yes, I'm whispering. Like literally, what would happen if we dropped that? Because for the first time in history, we can drop that. We can say, I don't owe you my perfection. What would happen if we allowed ourselves to fail, to get it wrong, to make up shit, try it, go for it, go guns blazing and get it completely wrong and fall flat on our face and then get back up and do it again? How much richer, more successful, how much more money, patents, everything would we create by eliminating this thing called failure intolerance? What if we increased our capacity to fail? Not only was it like we could increase our capacity, but we willingly, like we sought that shit out. We understood like, yep, I'm going to fail. What would happen? As they said in the Hunger Games, the odds would be in our favor. What if the reason why you're not making more money, you're not putting out as much of your epic shit is because of your unwillingness to fail, not because of your failure? What if the work was not trying not to fail, but literally trying to fail, gathering that information, evaluating it, adjusting, and then getting right back up and putting yourself in the same position in order to fail again. What if we have it all wrong? What do you think? What if you were willing to fail? And that meant you let people, people. Yes, I know because of the color of our skin, because of the pigment in our skin, some people look at us a little bit more funny when we fail. So the fuck what? They have thoughts. Let them. What would happen if we participated in this fail, evaluate, implement quickly instead, minus all the drama? What would happen? How much more breakthroughs would we have? What about our resilience if we did this cycle faster? Wouldn't you like to find out? I for sure will. One of the ways you do this is to understand that your doing value is separate from your being value. Like your achievement value is different than your value as a human being. And that value is complete. It is set. Yes, your achievement value, your doing value, your business value, whatever, That goes with your knowledge that you're learning and the value that you put out in the world. But that value has nothing to do with your value as a human being. Your worth is solid. And if we worked on the fact that our worth was solid, what would it be like to be okay that my doing value, my accomplished value I'm growing, I'm learning, I'm willing to put it on the line and continue because I know eventually I'm going to figure this shit out and win. But the only way we can do that is if our being value is set. That's what we do in Deeply Rooted. That's what we do through coaching. 
What if you were willing to fail? Plan to fail, queens. Plan to fail. Because all this shit, all these numbers, when you're going to do it by time, how much money, how much you're going to have, when you're going to have it, all that is arbitrarily made up. Like you literally pulled some numbers and dates out of the hat and now you're trying to beat yourself up against it. You don't have to. Evaluate, leave the drama, evaluate, tweak, implement again. Keep that cycle going. I think if we increase that cycle, we decrease the lag time between evaluating and implementing again, I think we would create more. What you think? Let me know. Brig at brigjohnson.com. Y'all know I love hearing from you. You know I love the reviews. Listen, deeply rooted. I don't know when you're listening to it, but the doors are either open or closed. There's a masterclass. Check out all the things, brigjohnson.com forward slash coaching to see when the next masterclass is. And I will see you next week. Talk to you guys later. Bye. If you enjoyed this podcast and want to take thought work even deeper with me as your guide, opportunities to work with me one-on-one are available. Go to brickjohnson.com to schedule your own personal breakthrough call. In 30 minutes, we'll see if working together is a great fit. brickjohnson.com, B-R-I-G-J-O-H-N-S-O-N. See you next time.